0: hello everybody welcome back to another wtf1 that time when podcast my name's matt gallagher don't know why i just said my surname matt you're tom bellingham that i'm looking at you but you can't see cause this is audio
1: you, you love surnames in this podcast
0: and dan thorne stoffel dan thorne stoffel dan thorne You've never said that to me before, and I enjoyed that a lot. Anyway, today we are going to be talking about the time when Bahrain used the endurance track layout for Formula One. So we're actually going to be looking at the 2010 season, and it happened once. Uh, so <laughs> That year did happen once. <laughs> that year happened, and also the track layout happened only yes, the only once. Yes, only the one time. Um, so to give you guys a bit of uh, a feel as to what was going on in 2010, it was when new teams were joining. We had HRT, what was it? HRT... virgin Virgin
1: and lotus they kept changing their name didn't they because they were manor and Caterham later on yeah
0: and then i'm thinking of like marussia as well but that's later on yeah um so it was a 24 car grid back then you know four cars more than we're seeing now uh they had banned refueling so uh we we into that stage of uh of of formula one a 60th year of formula one and the season started in bahrain which upsets me greatly because i think the the season belongs in australia
2: um and it started in bahrain why was it why did they start in bahrain what was the thoughts behind that do we know well it's it was the 60th year of f1 so it's probably one of those money things where they said Can we host the season opener uh,
0: okay so maybe it's a case of the track going we want to start it
2: yeah yeah, yeah. or the fia speculation obviously. yeah oh yeah but, uh, absolutely.
0: but yeah so we don't actually have an answer for that but uh it's no. fine. we'll uh, we'll continue <laughs> so, so so tommy give us a taste of what was going on
1: so yeah uh I think it's fair to say that 2010 was the start of a kind of new era in F1. Uh you had uh Michael Schumacher returning which was quite cool. Uh Mercedes were back. Yeah. Uh that was pretty exciting. I was
2: very excited to see you Michael bet Schumacher you were return. Very excited. I was like oh uh, uh, so That yeah you really had slow. <laughs> so you had
1: yeah Schumacher, Alonso, uh Massa, Massa back. was back who was still, you know, um he that was only 2 years since he almost won the title uh like Hamilton and Button in the same team at McLaren uh Vettel had now emerged as this kind of hot young talent that was going to be like the next big thing yep uh for Red Bull and you know it it had the promises of being like a truly epic season
0: and it was and we it had, was how many world champions did we have on the grid at that time
2: oh well they weren't technically world champions like no, yeah, gasly Schumacher Alonso Hamilton
0: future world champions as well. We had Vettel Yeah, because that that would have been the first
1: year. Hamilton, Vettel, Schumacher. Raikkonen wasn't there yet, was
2: he? He truly future world champion. Yeah. Still, on, time. Yeah? still, still he's time. time. Nico Hulkenberg. Nico Hulkenberg.
0: He's gonna yep. come back. Um but yes, yeah, so it was a it was a pretty exciting season for everyone to see. Obviously you mentioned Button and Hamilton going up against each other, the two Brits. Um yeah. you know, you had Michael Schumacher back. There was, there was lots of, of chatter, wasn't there, going into this season, with Bahrain being the first first of uh, first race of the season and they added nine extra turns didn't they uh, after the section at turn four and uh, before this podcast uh, begun I kind of looked it up because I couldn't really remember it so I watched uh, a Formula One 2010 gameplay footage of some guy doing a one minute 48 which was actually much faster than what they were doing back in the actual real life Formula One and uh, I didn't really remember any of the corners uh, and I don't, I don't think such many people w- will.
1: Such a weird 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 layout.
0: It was so tight and twisty, and it was such a strange addition to a circuit.
1: Yeah, so they didn't actually purposely make it for that year. They um, it is called the endurance racing layout, and they have used it for shock endurance races uh, in the in the past uh, before they ended up doing this. Uh, but I read online that their idea was the fact that now you had a twenty four car grid. Uh, their sort of idea behind it was: this will improve the show because it's a longer track and you've got more cars, so it's going to be great. And it well, it wasn't.
0: Was twenty-four it? car grid for a twenty-four turn circuit. Oh, hello! Stumbled across. You can the all reasons.
1: have a corner each. That's how separated they were during the race. <laughs> <laughs> so, as it's you mentioned there,
0: Tom, it wasn't the wasn't the best of races.
1: No, unfortunately, um, they can't. They surely can't have. Um, spoken to any racing driver before they decided to go with this because you know there's been calls for them to change other tracks in the past and if you're going to change it the first thing you'd think was let's get a massive long straight and a hairpin so people can overtake or like a DRS zone well there wasn't DRS then but some some kind of overtaking spot but what they did do was add 9 extra turns that you could barely get the power down and it was just it was almost like a rally stage. Yeah, yeah. It I mean,
2: was that weird. Uh, after first practice, the drivers were saying, oh, there's so, like loads of bumps on the track. Uh, it's narrow, there's low grip. And some drivers were saying it's more like a street circuit than what you'd expect Bahrain to be. And obviously, street circuits aren't the most conducive to overtaking. So it was never going to work.
0: Uh, and by street circuit, we don't mean
2: walls. We just mean the, the layout. It's tight and twisty, yeah. 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 Hungaro ring. It's, it's probably worse than the Hungaro ring for tight and twistiness, I reckon. Yeah. A little bit. In terms of the challenge for the drivers, though, obviously it
0: would have added that extra element. It's a longer lap. Um,
2: was it how, how long was the
0: race in, in total, Dan? Was it? 49 laps. 49 laps, and it was almost two minutes a lap. Was that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. When the cars were fat with fuel at the start, they would have been over two minutes a lap. The yes. pole was like a 1.54, and the fastest race lap was a 1.58, I think.
0: So that would have been a rather challenging sector, and I guess, I, I don't know the results off the top of my head, that you guys hopefully have that, um, that the race itself and the qualifying would have had quite a big field spread because of how long the, the the track was
2: yeah yeah i mean one of the good things about bar Road is that there are so many long straights so generally it's a good way of keeping the cars together because they stay in the slipstream but all the extra bit did was break up the cars even more mm. and it just created huge field spread. so even though there are good overtaking zones on the track the cars would be close enough to really really use them
1: yeah the new part of the track uh comes in after turn four and for those people that have watched uh, you know, races in Bahrain before uh, you kind of come off turn three, and a lot of the time that's a really good overtaking spot. Uh, especially like you know, turns one, two, and three. There's there's often quite a few switchbacks, and yeah. you've seen some really good racing there. Uh, then people um, come into turn four, and you sort of like
0: swoop down into turn five, like the fastest. Swoop because um, turn turn three is kind of like a bit like a hairpin now, yeah, isn't it? But, like, but, turn but four, like, if I'm remembering, through, if yeah. I'm
1: remembering it like Rosberg and Hamilton when they had that epic battle in 2014, that was through like turns four and five. They were sort of like trying to yeah, push yeah. each other wide yeah. and running through there. But instead of that, you end up, you know, turning onto this little rally stage, <laughs> and yeah. then you know, you can't follow the car in front because it's so twisty and you can't get alongside. And all it's doing is just, like, separating every car by, like, a second a lap and then another second a lap and then another yeah. second a lap. And then you end up just having a a completely separated, like, field where no one's running together on track. So there's no chance to overtake, even when you do get into the um the, the back straight, which uh, is now turn 19 on this track. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even getting onto that back straight you know you've just had nine corners of clumsily trying to follow another car and you're mm. nowhere near now to be able to make a pass
0: very difficult indeed so let's let's chat about what actually happened in the race then uh it didn't help overtaking as we've mentioned it it made it quite a bit worse the it, field spread was 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 quite mm. large it
1: helped sebastian vettel to a point because he oh, was, was that Tommy? Tell he, was, me everything. he was leading and uh he got a mechanical failure which Left him down on power, I guess, similar to Ricardo in Monaco. Um, and yeah, it wasn't he, an MGUH, though, was it? it no, was, it wouldn't uh, have been. It, have they that. had the V8s back then. Yeah. Good old days, eh? <laughs> Let's not be those people. Let's not be those people. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Sebastian Vettel uh, managed to hold off um, the Ferraris that were... I think Alonso was pushing him really hard because um, they knew he had a problem. Yeah, And yeah, the two yeah. Ferraris were coming up behind him. Was that a joke, Newey? Was it, it wasn't. Knew- that would have been a great joke. Uh, yes, Good it was. Pun. What a joke. Good pan. Nice. Um, they knew he was coming <laughs> behind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Adrian Newey for people wondering yeah. what on earth we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, come on.
1: And uh, yeah, Vettel managed to hold off the two Ferraris for a considerable amount of time, uh, despite having power issues, because it was so hard to overtake.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was only I think his his problem got sort of slowly worse as the race went on and then he couldn't hold them off anymore and uh he because dropped, of the long straights. I, the long imagine, straights yeah. yeah. And um he, he dropped fourth by the end, which allowed Alonso to win on his Ferrari debut. Only the fifth driver to ever do so. And the last one to date.
0: Wow. Well, that was back when Alonso actually had a little bit of luck. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That might even be the last time he had good luck. <laughs> <laughs> From then on it went. And yeah, Massa was second as well, yeah. which would have been his first race back
1: after his after really his bad accident in uh, Hungary.
2: I mean, everyone was praising him because he outqualified Alonso. Oh on, yeah, he did, didn't when, he? He yeah. was on the front row, which is like, okay, he's still got it. Mm. But yeah, Alonso sort of muscled his way past at the first corner and was ahead for the rest of the race and therefore benefited when, when Vettel had his issues.
0: Yeah, so the race itself was, uh, I guess, interesting in the fact of Vettel having the problem, but in terms of the actual racing, not particularly great. Not a great spectacle, Um, no. And the reaction after the race, Uh, there were some quite extreme ones, with it being the season opener. Everybody loves to jump to uh, to conclusions, don't they, straight away? And uh, what was said? Yeah, I remember the reaction uh, on Twitter,
1: and there were obviously calls for, you know, we've got to bring back refuelling, this is ridiculous, like the car's... You know, yeah, can't overtake yeah. because i guess the the reason for uh banning refueling was um you know to make sure the cars could well there's a lot of safety reasons as well but the pro- the things that people worried about with refueling was there'd be no difference in strategy between the cars so everyone would be pitting around uh you know the same lap or whatever and um there'd be no difference in light fuel loads so people coming through the field and overtaking and it might create less overtaking so you had the first race where at bahrain there was barely any overtaking and obviously a lot of people jumped to that conclusion that refueling uh being banned had ruined formula one forever and we'll never see it f1 good again yeah uh, like people like to overreact over little things in f1 um, oh yeah, I mean we're all guilty of, it, yeah, of uh, one way or another I'm aren't sure we? like we'll do a podcast where <laughs> maybe even the Bahrain race
0: this year where we're like,
1: what's going wrong with F1? Yeah it hopefully' needs to be not. fixed, but fingers you know. crossed
0: that everything is now fixed but yeah. um yeah, so that was one of the uh, reactions. another reaction was uh, an actual thing that happened, which was Bahrain reverting back to the normal layout
2: after just one Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't a 2011 race because of political reasons, but in 2012, when it came back, it was with the layout that we all know and love today, Um, which I think is a good thing because I love the fact that the race organisers tried this different layout even though it didn't work and probably was obviously not going to work, they didn't just stick with it and hope that it got better. They said, right, no, we'll go back to the old one. That's the better layout for racing.
0: Yeah, it's a good attitude to have, and I think more circuits should maybe even try it, you know, from mm-hmm. Monaco. Um, but <laughs> 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 Monaco, you can't really change unless you go into the yeah. water. If you're something. determined enough, you can. Yeah, you yeah. could build a tunnel underwater. Uh, underwater section, there you go.
2: Yeah, that, I mean... Pff- I'm
1: sure that there's probably going to be, like, concepts of that in, like...
2: Twenty seventy. Yeah, yeah, where the wheels fold into the bodywork and they sort of hover across the top of the water.
0: Yeah, <laughs> who was it? The button almost sent into the water. That, when was that? Oh, that? oh yeah. The tunnel
2: was it? Was it Ericsson? No, Verline. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Verlein, ah, it's Verline. Yeah, yeah. Well, he nearly <laughs> saw the track for himself. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I like the the attitude. You know, and I I don't know if it would work for many sort of tracks because quite a few are great um i can't really off the top of my head think of one that you know you could adapt like that i guess they've i mean paul ricard could be one yeah, yeah. they have so many different layouts i guess you could have thing. one every every year yeah, you? like bahrain had that option like these new purpose-built
1: tracks are built with many different circuits as part of it yeah so they had that option to you know give it a go how it many different
0: cards? How how many different options? Is like, it's ridiculous, isn't it? How many different it's, it's options? Crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's, it's in the
1: hundreds. I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's 147. It's something like that. Yeah, they've
0: got 147 years worth yeah, of trying sure out until they find out which one's the best one yeah. for F1. Boom. <laughs> Anything yeah. else Keep from tries. you guys from
1: uh, about Bahrain or the race itself? I guess I will just say that um, despite the massive overreaction to uh, the first race in 2010, it ended up being an unbelievably good season where. Uh, even in the final race, Hamilton, Vettel, Webber and Alonso could win the world title. That was in one of the three best different races teams. ever, yeah. I mean, wow. Like, if we could have that it would be... in F1 this year, that would be great.
0: Yes, please. I'd like Sign to me that. up. Thank you.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah? With that. I'm not a big fan of 2010 as a lot of people are, but yeah, it was a good season. Why not? Why not? Just very good. Well, the championship battle was close, but I don't think a lot of the races were that great. There's okay. not that many memorable races.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's fair. It was more. It was more one of those seasons where the title battle was dramatic yeah. in terms of like the racing being
2: good. Like you turn up to a race weekend, and you didn't know which team would be fastest. That was the yeah. exciting. That was about. the. Yeah, it was. It was, it
0: was more was, of a tense season yeah. than yeah, a, than the yeah. kind of explosions everywhere and and great great races. But I mean, we have had a lot of great races recently. You know, in, over yeah. the last few years, we've yeah. Yeah, definitely we've had good ones. But um, maybe we'll discuss that another time about how good races have been over the years. Um, is that it from us? Uh, do you reckon? I you think reckon that's that'll everything? do beautiful lovely i hope everyone's enjoyed this next episode of that time when we're kind of very much enjoying recording these they're they're shorter than our uh, other podcasts that we've done but at the same time you know cover stories that don't have to be particularly relevant it's just kind we of have, a, have a nice a little throwback. chat yeah, yeah it's good it's good that
1: you know we we do our like after race podcasts and stuff and you know if the racing isn't particularly good we're like uh, right we've got an hour to fill uh what do we talk about <laughs> yeah. whereas like at least we can like pick and choose and obviously we've had some uh, good suggestions as well from you guys on Twitter and whatnot. So yeah, if um, you guys message us and let us know, like we we can find some uh, you you know use some of your ideas for this later in the season.
0: Yeah, definitely. Please, you know, send in your ideas, send in your feedback. You know how you'd like to see this series develop and evolve. Um, I know that Dan and Tommy are very much enjoying doing it, and so am I. So we're going to continue doing it for as long as there are stories in Formula One, which uh, could could lead us into our 80s and 90s. Well, then, but uh, <laughs> at least a week. Yeah, at least, at least for you, Dan, you'll probably cover them all in, in a day. But uh, you probably know all of them in your head right now. If I'm not going to get you to list them. Uh, so let us know what you think. Uh, message us on Twitter uh, or whatever social media platform you want to using hashtag WTF1 Podcast. We're not on Bebo, sorry. We're not on Bebo. It uh, used to be. You can send me a heart if you want. And uh, <laughs> please leave us a review on, on Apple Podcasts, on Audio Boom, on iTunes. No, iTunes is Apple Podcasts. Yeah. What else are we on, Tommy? Spotify. Spotify, Google Play. Can you leave a review on Spotify? I don't think I've ever left an artist a review. No. Anyway, maybe if you can do it. If not, just keep playing it over and over again until we get more views. Yes, please. Uh, we'll leave a review and re- a rating on Apple Podcasts slash yeah. Audio Boom, especially. So, yeah, that's it. I'm Matt. This is Tommy. He's Dan. I've just done that as if this is a video. Thanks it's for not, that. But just know that I looked at them. Okay. <laughs> See you next time. Bye bye. Ciao.